This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. What's up, Bruce? Hey, Jody. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking in the Zoom video and I'm noticing my, I feel like my beard is just getting lighter and lighter. It's it, yeah. like, it, like it's not summer sunlight light. It's like uh, okay. old man gray. Okay. Light. I wasn't sure what that was. I was like, is that gray or? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it is. It's really like they're right under my chin where it's, it's yeah, doing I'm, that. My spot's a little to the right of my chin. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one yeah right over <laughs> here on the side it's uh if i keep know. it shorter you can't notice it as much but when it grows out you can really see it yeah yeah it's uh it's one of those one of those things it's one of those a, things with aging yeah it's been a rough couple of years it has and i've <laughs> i've also decided to uh uh go for a mustache which is not something that i mean we've talked about i this literally was like did he trim his mustache or did he not have a mustache like i did Okay. I did not. Yes. Yeah, so, I was like, why it's really short. What's going on? I don't remember. What's so my on? my facial hair history for, it's for, all over for the Bruce. <laughs> when I originally started for many years, I just had like a goatee. I had a huge, bushy, long goatee. And okay. uh then I don't know, probably 10 years ago, I decided to go full beard. Um and I went for the mustache and realized that. I didn't have the patience to wait that out and that I felt like my wiry mustache looked more like a, like, like an eighth grader trying to grow a oh, okay. mustache. So I, I went without and I did the whole, the whaler, which is the beard uh-huh. with no mustache. Uh-huh. And uh, that has been my thing for many, many years. And uh, recently I was like, you know what, maybe I need to give the mustache a chance again. Oh. So I'm going to give it a little more time. We're going to see yeah, how yeah. it goes. You know, it's uh I've, I've done it once before where it, it actually took for a little while, but then I realized I just, I can't, I just don't like it. There's something about it that just always, it always gets me. And so <laughs> and you're trying new facial hair now that the masks are gone. Yes, I know. I know. So this that, is <laughs> You have to put us all through your right, right. weird patchy. I know. I know you all get to suffer with me. So <laughs> I know we're at. I literally was like, did he have did he shave the mustache off mostly like what's going on yeah there? yeah I can, so i could tell yeah it's a it's a it's a new a new thing and yes uh, you know across zoom let me see here see so you can yeah, you yeah. can see yeah i can tell uh, that it's like barely there well it's red it's red uh-huh. so there's also that you know the mustache has not uh has not turned colors yet so the baby you know, this hairs hair, yeah this hair is coming out and it's like oh we've never done this before so yeah be red for a while that's right so we'll see but you know it's uh it's all right it's all right i'm i'm feeling it i'm feeling i've been feeling the beard i'm feeling the the facial hair i went to my went to my barber uh last week and got my hair cut and had him do my beard which I, i normally don't but it was just what happens is it gets it gets longer on the sides than yep. it is under the chin. Mm-hmm, and when that mm-hmm. happens, it's time. Yeah. So yeah. I always have them kind of do everything all at once. Just clean yeah. up. I can do sporadic maintenance on my beard by myself, but when I get my hair cut, I'm like, well, the beard needs to come down too. Cause it's all right. Very bushy and crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we talking about this week? Well, this week I wanted to talk a little bit about, budgets i don't know how you feel about 
budgeting, if you do, if you have a budget, I'm not the greatest at budgeting um, or setting those up, but I'm trying to change my attitude and my framework around what a budget is and how to do that. Uh, had some unexpected uh, expenses pop up and I'm like, hmm, where's that 2000 gonna come from? Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um you know I, I have to replace my uh what is it catalytic converter whatever the catalytic hell. converter i can Ooh. never say that word <laughs> i still have it it's still there but it's apparently clogged and needs to be Uh-oh. replaced or whatever i was like okay cool great and of course the warranties expired all that jazz so i'm yeah. like well let's start figuring out a budget so i don't know do you have you do you do budgeting on a regular thing or um that's something you do or is it just sort of like here and there it's i don't so i'm not like i mean i i focus on first and foremost paying paying bills taking care of all that is at the top of my priority list which it was not always that way mm-hmm. it has taken many years to uh, uh grow up financially and start kind of getting getting it together yeah. and as far as budgeting I mean, yes and no. I feel like for me, it's a lot more of a, um, I need to make sure that I have money to cover my bills mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. important expenses. Yeah, the immediate like yeah. rent or right. mortgage, exactly. water, all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if those things are taken care of, then I can kind of, you know, look at other things and go from there. But it has taken me a long damn time mm-hmm. to get to the point where I think about things that way and i definitely attribute that to my wife being very uh responsible fiscally responsible very so nice. um you know it's it's rubbed off after many years <laughs> so yeah it's um i don't i don't think it's a you know as far as like budgeting and and really thinking about a specific budget probably not yeah does she do it or do you guys not really um she does yeah she does to an extent i mean it's you know it's a lot of like okay we need to pay this bill let's pay it you know and and really i i find that the way that i think about money has changed a lot over the years where Mm -hmm. it was i was really a lot more like when i have money i need to keep it and hold on to it and when (laughs) i do spend it i'm going to spend it on things that i love and not bills you know and which is irresponsible and you know yeah and well, I'm, so I'm, I'm still kind of in that stage. I know I'm like, I pay my, you know, try to get the rent, all that stuff done. But it's like, but I want this or I want to sure. lately. It's been like, oh, I want to save up for a trip. I'm like, Ooh, I just yeah. want to go somewhere and get mm-hmm. out of here, you know? Right. Not so much like a thing. Like I don't need things necessarily, but like, sure. I want to go hang out with my friends. I want right. to go do stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think the way that I look at that I look at money has really changed where it's a lot less about like, it's more like this money is a means to an end, like you don't have this money, you don't own it or need to hoard it, it is for paying your bills and continuing to live Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to be, you know, however comfortable we are, you know, basically to not to be stressing about not having money because you spend it on something else that didn't need to be spent on so mm-hmm. kind of changing that mindset and also focusing on paying things off has been a big a yeah. big thing for years you know really just kind of um getting things together and and uh, you know paying off uh 
you know, paying off the car, the cars that we have. We got mm-hmm. one more paying payment. We're about bills. to, yeah, right. All those things, just taking the taking care of those things and being smarter about that stuff. Because once it's taken care of, then you do have more money that you can play around with, right? Because you're not paying all that extra interest. And exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I've been not so great. I don't like balance my checkbook. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. I'm just like, oh, how much money do I have in there? Okay, I can Mm -hmm. still do this or X and Y or whatever. Forgetting sometimes that, oh, there's still a bill that's going to come out on, you know, later in the month or middle of the month or whatever. I'm not always great about it. I So I started filling out all this stuff for the budget and I found out that I've been paying for Planet Fitness for the past three years every month during the pandemic, which I thought I had canceled. Ooh. So I've been paying whatever, 20, 20 bucks a month for however many months. Have I'm you, like, oh, ha- have you ever used one of those uh, systems that will like, look at, you know, they, they say, uh, you know, we'll take a look at your bank account and tell you what you're paying. Uh, you know, what your recurring monthly bills are. So I looked find- at one of those just to see, but yeah, I canceled a bunch of things. Nice. nice. Uh, lots of recurring apps that i'm like oh whoops i i'm paying for that so oh totally some stupid thing that i downloaded i was like oh yeah i'll try that and then forgot about that so went they add up oh yeah well yeah when there's a bunch of them you're like Mm -hmm. oh and then like how many streaming services do i really need (laughs) i well i can answer that for you and the answer is all of them oh well i had all of them that was the problem i see see. yes (laughs) i'm like well, I haven't watched Apple TV in probably a year. Mm. Uh, let's just take that one away. Right, um, right. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm paying for the premium thing on Netflix. Mm, yes. I don't really need the whatever Ultra HD, whatever, sure. just because right. I have the new TV. I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. So, you know, just it, it all adds up. And I'm like, geez, mm. there's a lot of money that I just saved just by canceling out all those things. But Right. Yeah. I think I have, I still have some work to do on um, figuring all this out, but I definitely feel like I'm in a better place now that I know. And I've used, uh, so I'm using, uh, this isn't like a plug or anything, but I'm using, it's called YNAB. Oh yeah. You need a budget. I might've mentioned this when I started using it before. Yeah. Um, And it, it just, you know, helps you kind of track where your money's going and, you know, they, they have like this four, four rules that they give you. It's like, give every dollar a job is hmm. their first rule. So it's like bringing out those immediate expenses um, and just putting your money to work for you. Hmm. Um, what is the second one? Embrace your true expenses. So that's like the, the weird random, um, I don't know. What does it say? Like your car, like a car bill that I've got, mm-hmm. like figuring out how to budget for those. Okay, sure. Um, what's the next one? Roll with the punches. And then their fourth one is age your money. Hmm. To see how long you can get your paycheck to last you. Like still have money left over after all of your bills, you know? Okay. You yeah. have some left over for whatever it is. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. It just kind of helps. It's going to help me. I know. I already feel better just actually looking through all of this like a normal That's adult awesome. going through and looking at where all the money's going. Absolutely. But yeah. Well, good. Good. It's not always a great topic for me 
uh, talking about money and budgeting, but trying to money's hard. I mean, they don't really teach us in school. You know, it's one of those things that they should absolutely spend time and effort on Mm -hmm. that. We just don't get any real education around. And, And so we go out and especially if you don't have, like for me, I didn't really have great examples in my life of mm-hmm. how you should use money and how you how you should save how you should yeah treat your credit about it was never right. talked about in my house so i never really knew i'm like i don't where does the money come from how do you what what's going on you know? right right how are and, you figuring out what to pay when and where and what yeah yeah and so then when you don't have those examples you just kind of go and do whatever and, and you know, you're seeing things where it's like, you get a credit card, you get a oh, credit yeah. card. And then you realize after you've maxed it out that you actually have to pay that back, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So lots of like things the like highest that. interest rate there is. And... Totally. Yeah. 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 So a lot of things to, to learn around that. It's yeah. I mean, I feel like it's better late than never. I know in my case, that's the way that I look at it for sure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sort of looking forward to figuring this all out and really having some money left over and looking forward to more trips and yes. more time with friends and having, and feeling comfortable about doing those things, you know, like, yes, right. I, I'm, I have the money to go hang out with my friends on a Saturday or go on a trip next month or whatever, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah whatever is important those. to you, that's what you can kind of budget for and figure Absolutely. it out. And it feels really good when you finally get to do that thing or yeah. get that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm like like a very fancy beer that you've never had before Ooh, nice segue what do you what do you got over there so i uh am bringing a beer from france Ooh, it is uh in in my grand tradition it's a beer that i've never had before Mm -hmm. and it is called okay so it's a cider it's called aval uh artisanal cider it's uh rosé flavored apparently and here let me show you the uh there you go a v a l yes and it's six percent and it is from i don't know how you pronounce that uh bretagne bretagne b-r-e-t-a-g-n-e i never took french so uh, a thousand apologies for any of you that know french and are screaming at your podcast player but um yeah, it is uh, from, it's a naturally gluten-free, 100% apple juice cider. Mm. And it smells great. It smells cidery and a little like, like it was in some kind of barrel or cask of okay. some sort. And let's see. Colored mm. with red flush apple. Uh, it's blended with six varieties of apples, strictly from Brittany, France. Okay. A uh, rare variety that grows in this beautiful region gives this delicious dry cider an amazing pink color. Ooh, well, I'm drinking it from the cans. Oh, there. Okay, it is pink. Very nice. Very What'd nice. you think? Uh, it's great. It um, it tastes like apples and olden times. <laughs> it's like yeah. old apple it's like so so it's like it's like apples but then it's almost like this woody i don't know there's this flavor that i get in some of these that is just like it reminds me of i don't even know like my like the cellar in my grandmother's mm-hmm, house mm-hmm. or like 
old wood or is that like a bad you know. thing though or no it like... no it, it's not okay. it's it's enjoyable it's different uh, it just brings it back is... memories of your it... grandmother's cellar yes it does does it she does. have lots of apples hanging out in the cellar or no apples whatsoever it was a mm-hmm. it was a dank ass cellar okay. but mm-hmm. it reminds me of that and it reminds me of that old house and kind of like okay. old wood i guess so I don't know what that is. I'm sure there is a thing that is not old wood that <laughs> I'm getting in here, but it's fantastic. I, nice. I like this and I'm not a big cider fan. Generally, mm-hmm. a lot of the ciders that I try are too sweet, too sour, or just not my kind of thing. But this is, it's dry enough. There's a little bit of sweetness, but there's enough dryness to make it really work. So uh, yeah, I I like this, and I would certainly drink it again. Nice. And, and I will say that looking at the can, I honestly at first glance thought that was a blueberry. Okay, yeah. You maybe. can see this kind of kind it's of grayish big blueberry. blueberry. Yeah, it's grayish and it's upside down, and I don't know for some reason I thought blueberry. blueberry. And that was pink, honestly pink, pink blueberries. That was honestly well, yeah, something. I guess now now that I I read it and I see that it says 100 percent apple juice. You know, that's the thing with buying beer based on the <laughs> label. Can. Yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, you, that one looks like see, blueberries. Right. I saw the picture, and so I got that. Well, folks, it's not blueberry. Huh? So there we go. It's a nice what surprise. What do you have? Nice surprise. Um, I have a, it's called Mystic Amber Ale from O'Fallon Brewery. Ooh. Uh, St. Louis County. Hey, Louis yes. County, Missouri, Maryland Heights. Yeah, my, my hometown. That's Maryland Heights is your hometown? Uh, St. Louis. St. Oh, Louis like, is, wait, but what? it's, yeah, it's right, it's right there. Maryland Heights is right there. St. Louis Metro. Hmm. Yep. So for my birthday, someone got me a, a craft beer club membership. So I'm oh, going to nice. get a few months worth of different beer. And it gives you like a whole little write up about the brewery that it came Ooh. from. Um, it gives you some food pairings. I like it. Some trivia. Can you hit us with some of that trivia? Is there anything? Oh, sure. Um, What is the name of Germany's famous strong beer festival? Oh, I don't know. Is it? Is it the? No. No, it's not. It's not. Not the one that you would think. No. No. No? Then I have no idea. Strong beer festival. Uh, I'm going to butcher German. Uh, For Uh, a second. For a second there, I thought you were just saying it, that it was Strong Beer Festival, which would have been amazing. I'm sure that's what this word means. It's okay. Stark Beer Fest. Okay. Stark, S-T-A-R-K-B-I-E-R Fest. Stark, it probably says Strong Beer Fest. There we go. Stark, strong. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Don't know any German either. So if you do and you're screaming at your podcast player yet again. Yes, yes, you're welcome. You says, while Oktoberfest is famously the world's biggest beer festival, Germany is also home to this strong beer fest uh, which takes place in munich and lasts for three weeks the strong beers refer to flavor rather than alcohol content okay okay all right uh so it's although 7.5 to 9.5 abv beers are the typical range at this festival okay well i mean that's all uh... kinds of ale stouts porters malt beers that's enough of an abv to to stick with you you know mm-hmm, for sure mm-hmm. nice. it says in contrast to the lager focused oktoberfest hmm. nice. interesting all right well good so, yeah oh fallon brewery mystic amber ale it's, it's pretty decent sure. um 
I didn't read the whole story about them. Hmm. Um, malt forward amber ale, surprisingly deep, with Cascade and Chinook hops, which are hey. very common. Malty, sweet, subtle, smooth, creamy. Nice. Yeah. I have a I have another one. I don't know if I'll use that one on the next one, but it's Ooh. Dad's Oatmeal Scotch. Original Scotch Oatmeal Cookie Stout. It's too oh. long. Yes. Yeah, that's a lot. Dad's Original Scotch Oatmeal Cookie Stout. Huh. Well, there we go. We got some good beers from O'Fallon from nice. the Craft Beer Club. So go check them out. Yes. From Missouri. Cool. Well, that's great. Good stuff. Good stuff. And yes, as always, follow our beer list, the heavy conversation beer list on Untapped, which we use like crazy to track our beers. So, oh. yep. So there you go. Always. Oh, we should take a picture. Sorry. Sorry, oh, yeah. everyone. Oh, yeah. Picture time. Here we go. Hey. Change hands. In my not blueberry beer. Not blueberry. What? It's it's bright pink. <laughs> oh goodness. All right. All right. Good. Done and done. So um so I am uh I just finished up an article, well, an interview that mm -hmm. went up on uh Chubster uh just a few days ago, and it is with a uh big guy who is a hiker and his name is Andy Neal, and uh, hmm. it was a really cool conversation, uh, you know, with him talking about uh, doing something that not a lot of people expect to see bigger folks doing, you know, that uh, he is a, um, you know, he's a hiker, and he's really getting out there, and he's, uh, he's becoming known on uh, uh, Instagram, you can you can follow him and see his uh, photos and videos uh, at Andy Films and Hikes mm -hmm. on Instagram. He also has a uh, podcast called Hiker Podcast. Oh, nice! And uh, he lives in in Southern Oregon. Just you know, coincidentally, great. He's you know not far from us, but he really uh, uh, gets out there and uh, kind of amped up his uh, uh, love of hiking through the pandemic. And it's been really cool to, uh, it was cool to talk to him and just kind of see where he's coming from and why he got into, into hiking and how it is something that he's passionate about and something that, that has helped his mental health. And he talks a lot about uh, how he actually started out as, uh, he was a pastor for 15 years. Oh, wow. And left that and went to film school and then the pandemic hit and there was just a whole lot of like hiking that could be done that was about it you know <laughs> yeah and nobody was doing much of anything uh he and his wife had uh, adopted uh uh kids from foster care and kids with with special needs and uh, you know he was basically at a point where he kind of was rebooting his life and uh the outdoors kind of pulled him in you know and so he got out there he gets out there and he hikes and he talks about how it's um, interesting to see people's faces when they see a big guy out there hiking when it's something they don't expect and when they see him in places that you know he's at the top of a uh, hike that had a 3,000 foot elevation gain he was talking about his first hike and how um, uh, surprised people were to see him doing it and you know just uh, all of these things about you know what he gets out of it and um 
why it's important to find those things that you love and mm -hmm. do them because life is short and it's too short to be unhappy. So it's a long interview, but he had a lot of really great things to say. And uh, uh, you can check it out over at chubster.com. So absolutely take a look at it. I really, it was, it was a real pleasure to get to talk to him and just kind of hear his story and uh, learn a little more about him. Yeah, I know. I've seen, I've definitely seen his stuff. I love his little videos when he's like, I'm out on this hike for my mental health. It's just kind of, you know, I don't want, it's like, he doesn't want to necessarily be out here doing it, but it's really helping him with his mental health. And I think he kind of fell in love with doing that, obviously. So yeah, definitely. So got some fun pictures on his Instagram. Absolutely. Lots yeah. of local places to us anyways. Yes. And I see that uh, he, it looks like he, uh, in one of his latest posts, uh, is uh, uh, getting up on his big fig bed. Ooh, I got an, I got one of those recently too. Yes. Yes. That was, uh, yeah. My, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my inelegant way of, uh, of getting over to that. So you, yeah. you got a new bed. I did. I finally, um, you know, you go back and forth cause it's, it's a big investment getting a bed and mm -hmm. you spend a lot of time in bed sleeping. Um, so it's kind of an important purchase. Um, cause I, um, got my old bed when I moved so I had to use my really old mattress that I've had forever. Um, that was kind of the spare bedroom bed. So I've been using that for a year and my body has just been hurting because it has no support left. So um, I know that you had done a review and talked about Big Fig in the past. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I finally got one and, you know, it took me a couple of weeks for my body to kind of readjust and like get back to probably where it needs to be. But yeah, I've been sleeping already a lot better my shoulders not bothering me anymore my hip is getting better yeah it, that's great yeah it's amazing i you know big fig is is interesting because it's um it, it offers a lot more support and firmness than what you might be used to i know that when i before we had big fig um we had like beds from Ikea, an Ikea mattress. Yeah, and yeah. I decimated that very quickly. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. very soon after we got it, I was sleeping in a valley and it sucked. And I got the big fig mattress and it's just so like powerful. You know, I was able to, to actually get up and jump on it. And if you look, if you look back through Chubster and search for the big fig <laughs> articles, I did one, you know, they sent one over and I, uh, slept on it for about three months and then wrote about it. And then I wrote a follow-up a year after just kind of talking about, okay, well, this is what it's like, you yeah. know, is it still holding up? Does it still work? And it absolutely did. I was really impressed, but I will say that I know for me, it took about a month to really mm -hmm. get used to the firmness. But once I did, I, now I could never go back to a less firm mattress yeah. And there are, there are a few, there are a few different companies out there doing mattresses for bigger people. And, uh, I still think that big fig is right up there at the top, uh, the, the Satva mattress, Satva, I've been saying it wrong the whole time. And, uh, they, they have a, they have a really good one that has a little more of a pillow top on it, but, uh, um, uh, you know, and we've got one of those as well and it's, it's super comfortable, but, I think that big fig was just a game changer mm -hmm. for me. 
yeah i know that quality of sleep it's definitely been helping already i you know yeah the first couple of weeks i was like oh my god i don't know if i can do mm. this it was like my neck was really jacked up for a little bit and i was like I know it's just my body getting used to this new like <laughs> right. support. Like what is going on right now? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been amazing. I just, that's awesome. Yeah. Once I fall asleep, I'm done. I don't, cause I don't wake up ha- like kind of hurting and have to move, you know, like that would be, I always be I'm like, Oh my God, my, my shoulder or something mm-hmm. it's hurting. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, I have to turn. That's, that's the thing is that when companies make products that work for bigger people, it definitely makes a difference in your quality of life. And you might think it's a little thing, but then you get something like this, where you get a bed mm-hmm. that actually supports you and works for you. And it makes a huge difference in a lot of aspects of your life. You get better sleep. Uh, everything else is generally better. So, well, yeah, I mean, if you're not sleeping, you're miserable all the time. At least I have been. So, right. Yeah, I got the the foundation and the mattress, and it's nice because it's like high up too. Yes, I can just like sit down, and then like I'm not like getting up out of bed, you know, like totally. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice, but it, it was weird. I'm like, oh wow, this is so high. My dog, yeah, Bucket, is scared to jump up on it though. He's like, it's too <laughs> high, Dad. You're gonna have to get some steps. Well, I ha- I put a chair right next to my bed so he can jump up on that. It's like, oh, oh okay, yeah. But he's he's going to be an old man, so he's. Not as confident in his jumps, apparently. So sure, sure. He was just whining the other night. I'm like, you did it earlier. I'm not picking you up every time. He says one a day. You yeah, get one I, jump a day. You get one big jump a day. Well, good. I mean, I get it. But... Yes, yes. <laughs> well, good. Well, that that's awesome. It's good that you that you've got that. It certainly does make a a difference. I would absolutely recommend taking a look at uh, at Big Fig mattress if yeah. you're. If you are tired of sinking into your bed or if your bed is not uh, giving you the support that you need, then it's worth a look. Yeah. Well, thanks, cool. Bruce. Yeah, Jody, this is good. This is good. Lots of lots of good stuff. Um, you know, budgets. beard growth, budgets, <laughs> beards. Budgets, beds, beards, and, and hiking. And hiking. Buds on the hikes. So. All the good stuff. All the so, good stuff. Yeah. So good get a lot to think about and uh i guess we'll do this again next week huh yeah we'll see you next week thanks everybody bye bye thanks for listening to heavy conversation be sure to like and subscribe on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts